In this episode, we serve the tea on pumpkin spice and decorating for Hallow Thanksmas, why those two subjects are weirdly controversial, and how they can lead us into shadow work. Welcome to Starlight Tea, where we're serving the tea for living a magically creative life. I'm Belinda Boring. And I'm Christy Cook. Starlight Tea Podcast, a member of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, is brought to you by of Starlight and Moonbeams a team of authors and creators whose goal is to bring more magic and creativity to life. Like the stars and the moon, our mission is to share our light in the darkness, guiding others to discover their own light to shine forth to. To receive notifications of new episodes of Starlight Tea and new issues of Moonbeams Magazine, as well as exclusive gifts and offerings, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at ofstarlightandmoonbeams.com. Hey, Christy, what's in your cup this week? Well, in my literal cup, I physical cup, I am drinking chai because it is September 1 as we are recording this, and that sounds like a very good burr month drink. I went and got my pumpkin spice syrup at World Market, so I can put that in my coffee in the morning. I was hoping to have it this morning, but I just didn't make it. And I'm like, Christy, you do not have to be so particular. <laughs> About the exact date. So one of those lessons of learning to let go. And in my life cup, today is my doggo's 16th birthday. So once we're done recording, I'm going to make him a hamburger and celebrate with him. And I have done this every year for the last probably four years at least because I never know when his last one's going to be. So I was just really happy he made it to 16 um, because we've had a few touch and go periods this past year especially so we're celebrating that and just hanging out for the three-day weekend trying to get a handle on all these different fires I have going on and figuring out how (laughs) I can manage all my uh, brands in there (laughs) so that's gonna be that's on my agenda for the long weekend and hopefully get some time to rest and that's pretty much it for now until I can start making bigger announcements in a couple weeks. So what about you, Belinda? What's in your cup? Um, This time, I'm sorry to say I do have some soda. It's been one, I know, but (laughs) uh, I just, yeah, it needs to go. It's so funny because Mark has been bringing me sodas in to the house from the, from the gas station and I'll put a little bit at a time to stretch it out and the last I want to say the last two three days that that has happened it's been brought into the house the fridge door is opened and an entire thing has just spilled all over the floor and so I told Mark I think the universe has had enough of me saying I'm gonna quit and so I should take this as a sign as I drink soda I think this okay I'm going to commit. This is going to be my last soda because I just, yeah, I need to get more healthy, drink more water. That's definitely something that's on my to-do list. I'm not drinking enough water. And the doctor says that I'm getting dehydrated and that could be part of some of the things that are going on health-wise. So, yeah. And then also you've inspired me because you've got chai tea. I have some tea that's just sitting there in my kitchen now that it's going to start getting cooler I can start drinking some I'm excited for that in fact the temperature here where I am in Arizona it was I think 72 degrees 70 Mm. something degrees so it's definitely cooler so that's exciting I've noticed a dramatic drop in well not down in the valley in the valley they're still having 100 days But up in the northern part of Arizona where I am, there's a definite cooling off, which thank goodness, because heat is ridiculous. So like you said, it's the burr months now that we're in. And these are my favorite months 
And I so do. I'm excited for it. Right. All my favorite things are happening. I have started my fall garden, which is exciting. This is the last garden or the last season that I plan on doing this year. My husband's trying to talk me into doing some winter crops. <laughs> I'm like, I need a break. <laughs> Because it's been full on and our summer garden is still going pretty well. We've got tomatoes still going. We've got like five, six zucchinis. We've got like five or six melons happening. It's still going pretty well. But I have corn now that's growing. that's popped its way up. And so that has been exciting. I've, I've talked a lot about my garden this year, but it has been such a joy and it has taught me a lot about being creative and I feel like it's been my gateway to return to be creative I've seen a project through to the end one where you would think it doesn't have as much risk to it like you know when you sit Mm -hmm. down and write a book and it's got all this going in it's pretty comparable it's still just as costly It still requires time. There is a risk because you put all in this effort and you don't know what's going to happen. It's been a great way for the universe to kind of get me shifted back that way. And so that's exciting. And I've uh, decided, I've already decided my summer seeds that I'm going to get next year. Usually I pick something new, something, Mark calls them exotic, but they're not really exotic. (laughs) Like this year I wanted to do the cucumelon, which is a little watermelon shaped cucumbers. And I wanted to do ground cherries. I'd seen them from my favorite gardener on TikTok. Well, I've decided I'm going to do, let me see if I can say it, zucchini trombonacana. It massive long, uh, it's just glorious but that's what I'm going to do. Anyway, as you can see, I'm still invested in my garden. It's still part of my actual life cup and what I'm doing. But yeah, just it's getting into my time of the year. So I'm starting to get plans and looking at different things and seeing what I can do, trying to finish up some of the projects that I've had going. It's been a busy year, not just creatively, but just life-wise, family-wise. And so... I'm excited. But yeah, that's what's going in my life cup. Oh, heaven help my family because I really am going to quit soda. I need to. I need to. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) I don't have much willpower sometimes, but you got to do it, right? Health. Put your health first. It's most important. We're approaching that time of year when it's, you know, big energy for releasing comes in the fall and Mother Nature is about to show us how to do it. But right now we are still in that growth period. So it doesn't surprise me that your garden's still going crazy and giving you all sorts of yummy goodness. Um, I can't wait to get out there in a few weeks and see it. <laughs> so excited for that. But Maybon is coming. And I guess that's the other thing we both have in our cups is getting ready for our Maybon issue of Moonbeams magazine. Yep. And as you start to prepare for that, just start thinking about what you're doing to get your final, or it's not really the final harvest, but your biggest harvest coming up in a few weeks. You know, are you still focusing on that? Or are you also starting to slow down and move into that more kind of fall energy of the the dying off part? So you're going to start noticing those transitions in the next couple of weeks. And it's a time to think about, you know, also what you might need to prepare for the coming seasons for the colder weather. And every transition, and this is something also in my cup this week, I should have said, is every transition requires that you let go of something first. That's the, that's the first phase. Before you can make a change, you have to identify whatever you're you're changing you're something's dying there's a little death there and you have to identify what that is and take the time to grieve it to honor it and respect it even if it's something you don't want anymore like drinking soda habit that's some you know there's something there that you are giving up and so that's kind of where we we're kind of getting into that season right now, but start thinking about that. And I, I'm thinking about that a lot. I made a very kind of scary decision last weekend. And as soon as I did, I was like, what the hell did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> and there was some freak out moments. And then of course, what always happens there 
it, when you do that, when you say yes to something that you've always wanted, but it's scary and you don't even know how you're going to resource it, whether that's your time, your energy, money, whatever, when you do that, it's like all of a sudden things start happening that make you question if you made the right decision. And that is still part of the process. And it is, you know, it's the universe making you stop and say, okay, is this what I really want? Is this my true north that I want to go for? You know, is this what is my soul is calling to? Or is it another distraction? And so there's some worth there, but it's also to remind you like, yes, this is what I want, but I need to stop and let go of what I was so I can become what I want to be. So that was like an aha moment right there. Seriously, as an impulsive person, I've had to place checks and balances for myself so that that the my poor impulse control doesn't get away from me. Like with Mm -hmm. my grandson, I'd buy him everything that I saw. You know, there's things that I want. I have to put in perspective of is it something I truly want? Is it something that can wait? And it's it, from what you just share, even the universe has your the universe has your back yet again in that instead of seeing it as a freak out moment and a way to kind of confuse you or make you doubt, it's the universe saying, hey, impulse control check right here. Is this something impulsive? Is this something that's just a whim? Or is this something that you really want? Have you thought it through? Because once you get through that and you're like, okay, yeah. This decision is scary as fuck, but I know that it's best for my soul. I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay, I can move forward. And most times those feelings of doubt and that free fall freak out passes. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you just reminded me that once again, universe has our back. That that little transition, once you make that decision, that's what those feelings are. It's the universe stepping in and saying, okay, stop, pause breathe, check. Okay, let's go. And it's, um, you had said, you know, have you really thought this through? And I think most of the time we have, and that's our problem is we've overthought it through. And I think really what the universe is saying, have you felt it through? You know, (gasps) are you really dropping in to your heart space, to your inner power, your seat of power, and into your intuition and your connection to what is truly real and looked at yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I love and, that. Say that uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you felt it through? Like have not you, just think yeah. it through. Have, have you, you felt, felt it? it through? Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. I just got chills. That is such, oh, that's powerful. Yes. Especially when you do, you know, those of us who overthink everything that's something to really stop and consider have i felt it through so there's always something fun and magical going on in the world and with of starlight and moonbeams subscribe to our newsletter to receive weekly news updates on our offerings and exclusive gifts and promo codes for our shop you can also hit the subscribe or follow button on your app to queue up new episodes as soon as they drop and follow us on the socials. Find everything through our new link tree in the show notes and also please consider leaving a review or a comment, something that lets other listeners know what you liked about the episode so they can tune in too. Okay, so this week we're serving the tea on something that we kind of notice happens around this time of year. Once the 1st of September hits, especially on social media, this kind of controversy shows up uh, where people are just all up in arms and upset. And it's with the arrival of September and what we affectionately call pumpkin spice gate have you heard (laughs) have you been seeing that yet we decided like we were talking about it yesterday why do we want to do our topic and talk about uh this week on the podcast and when we talked about it we were thinking you know we could talk about some of the summer highlights 
we could give kind of a sneak peek in, into fall and what you can expect from a starlight and moonbeams in the next couple of months. And we thought, you know what? This is when people are starting to freak out about you're not supposed to be decorating your house at this time. And oh my gosh, every holiday needs its designated spot. But most importantly, it's this big controversy about pumpkin spice. Some mm -hmm. people are for it. Some people are against it. This morning, I got on Facebook and I must have seen at least five posts already talking about it. People justifying why they like pumpkin spice. People freaking out about it. People like, yuck, it's disgusting. In fact, I think there was a meme that I saw, and I know you shared, where it said that all the things that go into pumpkin spice, like nutmeg and cinnamon and cloves and stuff, that they were all to do with protection and banishing evil spirits. So <laughs> yep. it was like this big telltale sign of, oh, you don't like pumpkin spice? Well, of course, you know, it's, you know, <laughs> warding against evil. And it's just... I know for myself, because um, I've already started thinking of fall, like I've been working with the seasons this year, especially, I've already started thinking fall because of my garden. But a couple of weeks ago, I took down all, I took down all my decorations for summer. Uh, last year, I had the fun of decorating my front door for Christmas, and I kind of kept the garland up, the greenery. Mm -hmm. And with each season, I've changed it over. So my door had summer flowers all through it and a summer wreath and yeah. it's just so beautiful and I looked at it a couple of weeks ago and said you know what I've seen the decorations in Walmart so I went and grabbed a whole bunch of full stuff and so I redecorated my door it's got like little scarecrows and pumpkins and acorns and full leaves beautiful full colored flowers and I posted that sucker on on Facebook and I'm so proud of it and I'm like, I know it's a little, a little early, a few weeks, but I couldn't resist. And yeah, you've got some people going, yay, fall, that looks beautiful. And some people like, hey, slow down. It's still summer. You can't do that yet. And I was like, and so it begins. It's that mm -hmm. controversy that happens every year, whether you participate it or you're on the receiving end of it, or if like me, you feel you have to justify why you do it. What do you think? What are you seeing on your side of social media? I see the same thing. And I think it's an interesting showing of what we all need to work on. So I used to be one of those people said, oh, no, you wait and, and you decorate for Halloween. You do Thanksgiving and then you do Christmas. And my whole thing <laughs> And I actually, it was not a controlling thing. It was time goes by so freaking fast already. And to me, that was rushing it even more. And so it was, you know, be in the present moment right now. What is the season right now? And appreciate that instead of rushing forward to the next one. But that's me, you know, who am I to tell anybody else how to live their life and how to decorate their home? And why does it bother me? There's no reason. And it doesn't. As soon as I realized that, I was like, you know what? Let them be happy. Let them have their joy. And I can do what I want to do. And now I actually like to decorate for fall before, you know, October. I like to, I haven't done it yet, mostly just because I'm in flux and so busy with everything else. But yeah, you like to get that out and enjoy it as long as possible. And that's, you know, I kind of went to that part too, is, you know, it's like you do all that work and it's up for what, two weeks? No way. Let's enjoy it for as long as possible. So Because you've only got September, October, November, December, theoretically, like four, you've got Fall, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. So you've got four major holidays, our favorite holidays, in four months. It's like if you decorate for each one of those seasons, you're not getting to enjoy that as much, right? Yeah, especially if you wait. If you wait until October 1st or even October 15th to put the Halloween stuff out. And, you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with we do a lot more for each of those holidays because we are excited about them. And I think that's just the, the thing to really focus on is the joy that it brings people and the pumpkin spice, too. You know, 
okay, so you don't like it. You don't, you know, attacking other people. It tastes like ass. <laughs> you don't like it. Oh, I've tried so hard. But see, I'm I'm someone who doesn't like pumpkin pie. I'll eat pumpkin bread. To me, pumpkin is something you roast in the oven. But I'm Australian. So I guess culturally, it's not a thing for me. I don't remember pumpkin spice until I came over here and I oh I've well tried. I will say that I tried no. to like it Blech. we didn't we did not have pumpkin spice when I was a kid either that's a that's yeah. a new thing and my pumpkin pies you roast the pumpkin first if you're cooking a, if you're making it from scratch yeah you definitely roast the pumpkin first it's funny that you say that though because I know you like the ingredients in it so um there's no pumpkin in pumpkin spice by the way herbs and stuff well the spices yeah it's say. just all the spices um that you put in pumpkin pie now when starburst starburst starbucks first came out with their pumpkin spice latte i remember this clearly because it was 2007 and at that time i was flying back and forth every month between florida and kansas city and i was down here in florida my business partner at the time, we were sitting out at, on the patio at a Starbucks, drinking our normal vanilla, whatever we drink. And the barista came out and she goes, so we're trying this new flavor and here's a little sample of it. Let us know what you think of it. And oh my gosh, it was so good. And it was the pumpkin <laughs> spice latte. Now they don't make it the same. It does not taste the same. I, I don't eat, I don't even get them from Starbucks anymore because it's just not the same. I do like to get my flavored uh, syrup, sugar-free syrup to put in my coffee so I can make it all up the way I want. But that one th back then, yeah, it was like biting into a piece of the most delicious pumpkin pie I'd ever had. <laughs> so, wow. um, but yeah, they've changed it um, with the whipped cream on top and everything. I mean, it, it was so good. But yeah, they've changed it. But the whole point of why we thought we should talk about this today is because some people hate it. Some people love it. And it doesn't freaking matter. You know, the controversy about it, it just doesn't matter. And same with the decorations. It's like if you want to decorate for Halloween now, go for it. If you want to decorate for Christmas now, go for it. It's your home. It's what brings you joy. And, you know, if pumpkin spice lattes bring you joy or you prefer candy corn, which I think is absolutely disgusting. So delicious. You do you. <laughs> I totally leaned into that. I'm like, what's wrong with that? It's Ugh. But, you know, you do you. And if yeah. it brings you joy and it makes you happy, then it's not my place to bring down the doom and the gloom. And so and that's what we see, too. When someone posts it, like if I see something like I'm at the point now where I'll see something in, in on my newsfeed and I'm like, oh, I don't agree with that scroll on oh yep. I don't agree with that oh I agree with that oh yeah I'm gonna share the joy with this you know but there's some where they just can't pass by the oh pumpkin spice latte oh that tastes like ass that tastes so bad that's it whatever and it becomes like an argument it's like you're not I'm not sure why you would do that because if you look at the original post the person is sharing joy like you said they're excited yeah. People are waiting months to be able to see pumpkin spice latte or the pumpkin spice anything in the stores. And it's exciting. Like me, when I see Christmas trees hit Walmart, oh my gosh, you should see me a big grin. And I go, oh, Mark's like an angel singing. I'm like, yes, Christmas <laughs> is here. I can imagine how I feel about that is how people feel about pumpkin spice latte or pumpkin spice uh, items or decorating or it, it's that feeling of that time the thing that you've been waiting for is back and it's mm -hmm. tied in to me it's tied in with every single memory you have that you've created that has included this thing it all comes rushing back and it makes you feel good and so I'm not sure why 
people want to ruin that or why I, I don't know maybe they, that's that's why we're talking about it trying right to right see why so first of all arguing on the internet is not going to change anybody's mind especially when it comes to Mm-mm. whether candy corn or pumpkin spice tastes better or you think it all tastes gross you can't change what people think how something tastes but now decorating is you know i changed i changed my viewpoint on that so you know that might change but it's not up to you to be changing everybody's mind and the real question is why do we do that and this can go back to any kind of argument people get into on the internet and it is projecting you you know when you're trying to convince someone else to not only see from your perspective, but to assume your perspective, you are projecting your needs, your desires, your wants on them and trying to force them when they don't want that. You know, that's that does not. Well, they didn't ask them. for it either. Uh, well, yeah. And they definitely didn't ask for it. Um, so, yeah, there's the projecting. There is sometimes a trigger there. And that might be one reason why people feel the need to speak up is maybe the holiday season isn't a good one for them. Maybe they have bad memories about Halloween or sitting at the Thanksgiving table where everybody fights or, you know, lonely Christmas or whatever. Maybe that brings on something negative for for some people. And if that is you, that's something you need to look at within yourself. And I invite you to do that because the healing that you can bring to yourself will allow you to open up to the light. And maybe, you know, you still won't ever like to see Christmas out before Thanksgiving is over, but the healing, you'll still have the healing. You'll still benefit from that. And that's where we kind of transition to that shadow work. Um, because looking at your triggers, looking at what upsets you, especially very emotionally, if something affects you very emotionally, that's a trigger. And that's something to look at within yourself. Instead of attacking somebody else for what brings them joy, you know, look at yourself as to why does that bother you so much? And what do you need to heal within so that you can just let it go? Because you don't, like, when when you look at it that way, it, it comes less, like you said, it's less about what it is that is being discussed or being shared. And you look at that trigger, do you really want to carry that on? Because by, when you get, I know when I get triggered, it ruins my day. I carry it on, it grows, it kind of snowballs. It's one of those things where why does this hurt me so why do I allow it to hurt me so much why do I allow it to bother me so much bother me so much that I'm willing to share that trigger and and kind of um be a downer or or whatever why am I willing to then share how I feel out there instead of just heal and just let it go yeah because that that exactly because that is pulling us down into the lowest frequencies we can vibrate at, which is shame and guilt. And those are even lower than fear. But, you know, when you're pulling yourself down and you're vibrating that low and then you're bringing other people's frequency down because you're shitting all over their joy, you're, you know, now their frequency is lower and it just brings everybody down. And if you're trying to manifest anything, anything at all, That's not the frequency you want to be at. And it doesn't serve a purpose either. What's the purpose? Mm -hmm. What is the purpose? Is it that you want your opinion to be heard? That's understand. That's a valid one. Are you wanting to change their mind or to show them that they're wrong? You're not going to do that, like we said. And so it doesn't, when you look at it, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't serve a purpose other than to bring you down, bring your own frequency down make a dent on someone like if someone has a go at me for my excessive Christmas decorating and when I choose to decorate I laugh and then I move on but some they take it personally like I used to take it personally oh well why aren't you decorating yet babe oh because everyone says you don't do it this way instead of just doing what it is that you want when you want 
you um, you allow other people's opinions to dictate how you choose to live your life. But getting back to it, it serves no purpose. And so, yeah, you really need to look at that. Why do you feel that way? What purpose does it serve? What needs to be healed so you can let it go? Yeah. And be in your own joy and bring that into your life. However, that makes you feel good. And if hurting other people makes you feel good, that is definitely a sign that you need to do some healing. And then you brought up kind of the flip side to that, you know, holding back for one thing and not sharing how excited you are about getting your first pumpkin spice latte or putting your decorations up. You know, you, you, you keep them all within your house, but you put nothing outside yet because you're worried about what the neighbors will think. And that goes yeah. back to that, out, you know, need for outside validation and also the social conditioning that you need to stick to, you know, these social rules that you don't wear white after Labor Day. You don't decorate for Halloween until October and, you know, all of those. There's such insignificant things. I mean, really, when you look at the big picture, our whole lives are I'm going to say it. They're insignificant. When you look at the big picture of the universe, you know, our little blip on this little tiny planet in the whole universe, it's it's insignificant. And then, you know, when you're talking about what kind of coffee somebody's drinking or how their 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 home is decorated that has nothing to do with you, they might even live on the other side of the world. It's just so insignificant. It doesn't matter. And putting all your energy into that is wasting it when you can be just focusing on bringing in your own joy again. We'll just go back to that. But yeah, the social conditioning, the outside validation, that's part of it. But also when you're the one who does, you're the first one who needs to get it out. And I think there is something to look at that too, is why do you do what you do? You know, if you're decorating early, are you doing it because you want to or now are you feeling some kind of pressure from somebody else or do you need to be the first or the best or, you know, what what is that motivation coming from? Are, are you participating in something just because everybody else is, you know, like maybe you don't really like pumpkin spice and you're not like Belinda who will outright say it tastes like ass. <laughs> But you pretend to like it and, you know, just because everybody else does. And so that's another kind of angle to look at, too, is what do we do to fit in and to be accepted? And that's what you made me think there, too, when you were talking about validation, like you to be approved by other people and you kind of gear your life and your decisions. It may seem silly, like to worry about what people think. Oh, I like pumpkin spice stuff or I decorate here. It's those little things. They lead to big things where if you're worried about someone saying something like you share your joy about how you decorate or, or the seasonal things that we like, uh, how are you going to be when it's big things? Like, are you confident enough to be yourself, your authentic self that you just say, whatever I, I'm not going to lie. I used to be like that each year. Like, okay, Christmas is my thing. Decorating my home, especially now that I have my grandson, and especially as I feel I'm becoming more authentic in myself and starting to not care what other people think because I'm a people pleaser and I've been working on that and trying to heal that tendency. My decorating takes on a life of its own. Like I start decorating September 1st sometimes earlier for fall, October, I, I just started to do Halloween stuff because I had a hard time with Halloween. And then see, Australian, I don't I do not do Thanksgiving. I, I didn't grow up with Thanksgiving. Yes, I've lived here for 20-something years and my husband and we celebrate Thanksgiving. But in my mind, in my childlike wonder and authentic Belinda, Thanksgiving gets a little shelf. November 1st, boom, out comes Christmas. Because I love Christmas. My home feels unbelievably cozy and perfect and warm and loving and nurturing and all those wonderful things. It captures all those feelings that I love about Christmas. 
November 1st. That's when that, mm -hmm. that stuff comes out. And sometimes you're lucky if you can get my Christmas stuff out of the house by February 1st. Like I love it. Like all the twinkling lights. And it used to be where I used to have one tree. I get a few comments now when people go, well, how many trees do you have up this year? I have about um, 10, 11 trees <laughs> and they're decorated this way. And I have something like 10 to 20 strands of lights and my front door is decorated. My yard is decorated. Last year I bought like six, seven new inflatables for this year. We go out every, like Christmas is my thing. And mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know why it has and it's grown that way again i think i can't necessarily say it's because of my grandson because i was kind of like this beforehand i think it happened when my father-in-law passed he passed and he was sick he passed uh christmas eve so maybe it went um. the year before i don't know it was something and then also me being away from my family but christmas became something big and big and it, it became important for me to do tradition like I'm always wanting to create memories and traditions, especially with my grandson. And so there's specific things that I look forward to. But mm -hmm. yeah, I if I if Belinda then listened to the things that were said now when I say I've got like 10 trees up or 12 trees or whatever, and I'm always looking for more trees and I'm always saying to Mark, we can get another tree, can't we? We can do this. And he's like, we have a full garage full of just Christmas stuff. You don't need any more. Oh, yes, I do. I need a Santa now, a big Santa. If I listened to the, what people said now, all that stuff would stay in my garage. And I yeah. feel guilty and ashamed and embarrassed because my joy doesn't match someone else's joy or per perception of what it is. And I think that's what it comes back to, too, of you've got to find your joy. You've yeah. got to find what makes you happy, even if it doesn't make someone else happy. It goes both sides. This makes me happy. This doesn't make me happy. I'm not looking to fill my house with pumpkin spice flavored things. It's not my joy. And and I will admit, I used to be someone going, ugh, yuck, that tastes like us. Now I'm like, yay, you got it. This is your season. Go shine. Go get all the pumpkin spice things. And when I see it in the store, I get excited because I know my friends this is what they've been waiting for. They're excited. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it took some healing on my part to not be a people pleaser, not to be a people downer, to allow people, if I want people to allow me to be Belinda Boring, to be my authentic weirdo self, childlike wondering, all my quirks, I need to allow people the, the freedom to do the Everybody same. Everybody else. Yep. Yeah. yeah exactly. And you know what? You don't, you don't need my permission to buy all the pumpkin spice latte creamer that you want. I don't need your permission to fill my house with every single piece of Christmas paraphernalia. Because you know what? My job is to do me. Your job is to do you. And I'm here to support you to find your joy. Please support me in finding my joy. You know, right. it's just one of those things, right? I think that you really nailed it on the head there with acceptance. If you want to be accepted for who you are, that goes both ways. And yep. that means, you know, if you want to be accepted for your weirdoness and we are all weirdos, that's what makes this human experience amazing. And, you know, I believe that we choose before we come to this lifetime, to this world, that we actually make the choice to do that knowing how hard it is to be human on this world because we forget everything we have learned since ancient, you know, beyond this world's history. If you believe, like I do, that we're all connected as one, I mean, we really go back to point zero. But you forget it all. As soon as you agree to come to this world and you're born, it all goes away and that makes it so much harder. But we do it anyway. We choose that anyway. For some reason or another, our, our higher selves, our souls have chosen this. And it's to learn how to be this one fractal of the one divine heart, of the one being of creation, of the source. You know, we are each a fractal, a face of it. 
and we were meant to experience it differently because it's just like you don't want to go out and do the exact same thing every single day for your whole life and divine spirit doesn't want to experience the exact same thing through all billions of us you know in existence right now and so it's that you do you going yeah what you said you do you I do me and let's cheer each other on in finding our joy. And the thing that happens then when we are lifting each other up in our joy, we're raising the frequency for all of us. We're raising it for ourselves. We're raising it for the other person. And that ripples out and raises it for everybody around both of you. And then that ripples out to them. And so it just raises the frequency for everybody. And then that brings the goodness into our world, the peace that we're all wanting so badly, the joy, the love, the true connection on, you know, a heart and soul level. Um, We got to be at those higher. It makes it easier for us to be creative too. It makes it easier to see the magic in each other, in ourselves, in our world, to create it, to harness it, because we're, we're choosing to find the joy. We're choosing to, we're choosing love, you know, Mm -hmm. we're choosing to be kind to ourselves and to others. We're choosing to treat others the way we want to be treated. And that's, that's the thing. We're right on, as we're coming into the burn months and everything that's coming ahead of us, we also have shadow work. This is shadow work season. This is the time when we get to slow down Um, the animals, the earth, the world around us, it's going to start to hibernate, time for us to look inward. So this is a perfect time for us to ask, again, it comes back to it, why does this bother us? What is it that I'm not able to allow someone else to have joy, to be happy? Why do I feel I need to have permission for someone else to be joy? You know, we say we're all weirdos. Yeah, I feel like I spent the first part of my life suppressing my weird like it's mm-hmm. not okay to be a weirdo you better hide it because it draws attention and now I'm like oh I love being a weirdo I, I I call fellow weirdos in that's what we need we need to be ourselves be our authentic selves and that will help us create magic it'll help us in our goals in our projects it helps us tap into that magic when we're writing or creating painting whatever it is it helps us I think also, too, like if we allow ourselves to have joy, if you allow others to have joy, it makes it easier to find the joy. Well, and yeah, that's what I was going to say is um, it comes back to energy like attracts like when you are keeping your and that's why I keep saying keeping your vibration, your frequency up in that joy frequency. That means that you are sending out that you are are happy and you like this and you're in a place of joy and and now you're attracting more of that back to you. Exactly. It's like a magnet for it. And those things that bring you joy, you're going to get more of it. If you're sitting down in those lower frequencies of sadness and shame and anger and whatever that is that is triggering you to not be in joy, whatever that is, you know, if you're sitting there in that energy, that's what you're putting out into the universe. And so that's what you're just going to get more of that back. And so you're just working against yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Why not heal that so that you can free up that energy to create the world, the the life that you want to continue creating, to continue drawing in that energy and that magic. So Yeah. yeah, it's definitely something to think about. It is. It is. This was a good discussion that started out with to PSL or not to PSL. <laughs> right. You know, you, whichever one you want to do, that's what we're going to say. There is no right or wrong answer to that. Um, only you know what is best for you and what brings you joy. And as long as bring no harm to others, that is the creed. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, you do you and let everybody else do them. Oh, what a happier place this would be if we all did that. So. Right? Could you imagine? Oh, my god! Could gosh. you imagine getting tomorrow on, like, getting on Facebook or TikTok or wherever you go, social media, and all of a sudden you just see people celebrating joy, 
celebrate being their authentic self and boosting up others and just using their energy in a more constructive way in a more healing way you know yeah so yeah 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 it'd be beautiful well i'm personally excited that we are in those burr months the b-e-r months fall is coming that is my favorite season i enjoy halloween i really like Samhain. now that i celebrate that i focus more on that than halloween actually because they're it's part of fall and so you know i i just i love the cooler weather i really don't get it here it's the one thing i miss the most about living in florida is having a real fall we get fall in like february and it lasts for maybe a week if we're lucky <laughs> actually last year we had yeah. some cold snaps but I'm kind of hoping that when you when you come to visit me in a couple of weeks that I haven't I haven't noticed it yet, but the changing of the leaves here are, are beautiful, yeah. and yeah. we're going to Sedona to the to go do some things and to explore. There's a way from my house down to Sedona that is absolutely stunning when it comes to the changing of the leaves. So I think you might be coming at the very beginning of it, and that's okay. what I love. I love yeah. where I live, not just the cooler weather, but I live in pines and trees and forests and things like that. And to see that changing, the the green making way for golds and oranges and oranges, reds, yeah. and those kinds of things. It's just, I feel like I'm most alive, which is funny because you're supposed to be hibernating and slowing down, but it really is my my time of year that I love. And sweaters and leggings and yes, boots with fleece and hot cocoa and yeah, all of it. I am ready for it. I think a lot of people are ready for it, especially after this super hot summer that a lot of us are still in. But the thing is, is you know, there's a light we can see. Actually, I guess it's dark because the days will be getting shorter, but (laughs) there's something at the end of the tunnel there. It's a big lit up Christmas tree. right it's joy (laughs) joy that we have we've survived and thrived another year yeah even though times are uh, it's been a rough year for some and time seems to be going by fast um this really is a time where we do slow down and we reflect and we draw together and we look towards family and we look towards traditions that we've set up either ourselves or our our past generations or our ancestors. And so it really is just a wonderful time. And so, yeah, we invite you just to look for the joy and to keep, to keep that joy going. Right. Right. And to be your authentic self. Yeah. And don't be afraid to look at, uh, look a little deeper and to heal what needs to be healed so that you can find more joy. So, yeah. Right. Welcome, welcome, September. (laughs) Yes. And we will be talking about shadow work a lot over the next couple of months. So if you are new to that term and you don't know what it is, don't worry, we got you. And that's actually um, one of the announcements I'll be making in a couple of weeks about doing shadow work and not having to do it alone. So we, we got you. We're getting into that season right now. Enjoy the last week or so of fall before we get up to Mabon and fall equinox or autumn equinox. It's, it's autumn. Here. Autumn. It's here. Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> I do that to Mark what? all the time. Autumn. Autumn. <laughs> autumn. Yeah, it's here. Autumn. It is here. Woohoo. Hey, Belinda, what Starburst are you sharing today? Well, this was a pretty much a no-brainer for me. Uh, we talked about pumpkin spice today and all things pumpkin uh, PSL. I'm going to give a shout out and a Starburst to the PSL queen, Cambria Hebert. She is an amazing author. I love, love, love her. She writes a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, Her tagline, which I love, is love with no limits. She's a prolific writer. She's amazing. You can find her at www.cambriahebert.com. But she is the PSL queen, like 
it, it's so funny when you start hearing hints that it's coming out and the different companies are announcing that their their full line is coming out. People, I see it. People are tagging her because yeah. she she's pretty much recognized as the PSL queen. And yeah. I know even me, even though I don't drink it, I'll go to her her Facebook newsfeed, her her wall to see if she's had it. What does she think? Is she happy? Is she trying the Dunkin's one? Is she having the Starbucks? And anything PSL, she's always tagged in it. So I thought it was fitting just to give her a shout out. She's an amazing author. She writes contemporary. I know that she writes, I know she does have some fantasy that she's written. She writes uh, LGBTQ also themed, which goes with love with no limits. She's just amazing, amazing, amazing. So we love her. What about you, Christy? Okay, so my Starburst this week is another book-related one, um, but for audiobooks. And I want to give out a Starburst to Audio Flow, which is run by my dear friend, Jacques Protho. She started this company um, on a dream, oh, probably six or seven years ago. And she produces audiobooks for indie authors. And her company does an amazing job. I had done my first five, five, yeah, I think five audiobooks um, before she had started Audio Flow. But my sixth one, my most recent one, I had her produce. And they just do an amazing job. She does casting. Um, you know, if if you have if you're an author and you have a book with multiple points of view, or you you just want to do more of a um, theatrical production, she can do that. Or if you just need a single narrator, she can do that. If you are a um, audiobook lover, then she, you know, they have all kinds of books that they've produced for authors out there. And it's just a really enjoyable experience. They won all kinds of awards already. And she's just a big asset to the indie author community and the audiobook industry. So big starburst out to Jacques and Danny, who I know does a lot of work for her um, with her side by side and all of their narrators and their authors and everything. So we'll drop the links for both uh, Cambria Hebert's books and the audio flow in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us for this cuppa. Please come back next Wednesday when we'll be serving the tea on another deliciously magical topic. You can find Starlight Tea on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, Google, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Player FM. In the meantime, be sure to follow us at Starlight Tea Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you have a question or a topic suggestion, feel free to DM us or email hello at starlightteapodcast.com. We hope you'll join us next week. And in the meantime, remember to keep your teacup overflowing so you can serve from the saucer. Now go make some magic.